0: Welcome to the pilot episode of our podcast, Becoming a Professional, which is brought to you by Beta Alpha Psi, an honors organization for financial information students and professionals. My name is Riley Ramos, and I am joined by my co-hosts here in Las Vegas. But before we get into the nitty-gritty of the podcast, why don't we go around the table and introduce ourselves? As mentioned, my name is Riley. I am a 2017 graduate of Old Dominion University, Um, By day, I am a senior tax accountant with Harbor Group International in Norfolk, Virginia. And by night, I am at home binging on either Netflix or Disney Plus, which Netflix, Disney, please sponsor us. Please. Thank you. Um, I currently serve on the board of Beta Alpha Psi, uh, BAP for short, as one of the alumni advocates. And we'll go into more detail what, what that is.
1: My name is Mackenzie Gravett. Um, I am a has been on the BAP board of directors. I am a graduate of the University of Alabama's Alpha Beta chapter of Beta Alpha Psi. I was the chapter president while I was in college, just like Riley and I think Mingala as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I later served as the Southeast Regional Rep, and I represented 73 chapters across our Southeast region, helped plan some conferences, had a great time. And uh, then I served a two-year term on the Board of Directors as an International Alumni Rep. I rolled off at last year's annual meeting. We'll tell you more about that in a little bit as well. But I have stuck around for the last year uh, working on various initiatives. So I've actually been running the socials for Beta Alpha Psi International uh, for the last probably six months or so.
0: Amazing job, by the way. Thank
1: you. And uh, just wrapped up the annual meeting, so I walked my feet off. Um, and then I also created a find-the-fraud leadership activity for all of our mid-year meetings this past year. So Love um, that one. Thank Loved you. It. Oceana needs to use it. Mm. I was telling Fred. I keep
2: telling Fred the same thing.
1: All right. Yeah. We'll get on that. Um, but basically, we structured it like escape room style. So... Um, it, you got, like, a couple clues here and there, and you had an hour with your team to figure out which employee was embezzling money. Um, the kids loved it. It was a big hit. So I'm um, very glad to hear that. And then I can't remember if I told you guys, but I actually, we made swag for it. And there was yes. a girl yeah. at the conference wearing the sweatshirt. So no, I, yes, I
2: did not see that. I totally thought I my mom not.
1: and boyfriend were the only ones who bought those. So that was very cool for really? me. Yes,
2: from the university of alabama no okay stranger okay total stranger
0: even better even better better.
2: that's which i know
0: we're doing intros right now but speaking of swag can you just give us a little tidbit about that
1: so we have a uh swag store on bonfire we will have the link in the show notes um but these fabulous shirts that you see us all wearing um (laughs) these are our Beta office i alumni shirts we coordinated
2: we 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 did did. we planned planned this um
1: But we also have a Find the Fraud um, set of merch as well. Yes. So, um, but yeah, by day, like Riley said, um, I am a senior financial analyst for the Milton Hershey School in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Um, We both also came from a public accounting background, so have a few years of public accounting experience as well. So, Mingala?
2: Which is actually a bit different in Australia where I'm from. Public accounting is, you know, private... Private means industry, and public means like government. We refer to that as government work. Interesting. But yeah, as discussed
1: public, this week, you all do everything backward.
2: You mean differently, <laughs> differently. I think you mean differently. You You're can't, we can't say backward. That's that's a little bit, you know. <laughs> but anyway, by night. What about by night?
0: I, mean, I am on the couch
1: with the dog, hanging out with my boyfriend.
0: Yes. What's, what's your yeah. dog's name?
1: Dog is Daisy. Boyfriend is Alec. Shout out.
0: Oh yeah, they, hi,
2: guys. Yeah. 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 Well, I see the dog more often on the stories Correct. and everything. Yeah. Correct. okay, Okay. I love it. <laughs> all right. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Mangala. Um, and I started with Beta Alpha Sci in 2016, late 2016. Um, and my first annual meeting was in 2017 um, at Anaheim Disneyland. And then I was like, if this is what Beta Alpha Sci is all about, then I'm like, sign me up. Like, I will keep going with this thing. And then, of course, I find out that it's not every year that it's going to be in Disneyland. Um, (laughs) But it's cool anyway. Um, Like, yeah. I I mean, the reason why I've stuck around with Bain of Usai so long is just the fact that I get to meet Americans and I get to pronounce some different weird, weird weird accents, (laughs) accents. Um, Like, I mean just as you were saying before, the University of Alabama, right? Yes, anyway. roll tide. Anyway, <laughs> that aside, <laughs> um, that aside, I think there's a great opportunity for both Australia, America, and indeed the rest of the world to collaborate. Like, I mean, that's the 21st century workforce. We're all global. We're all working across different time zones. Um, so why not have an accounting club that, you know, crosses different time zones, crosses the, is it the Pacific or Atlantic, both, I guess,
0: yeah, yeah, Saudi yeah, Arabia and, uh, oh. Saudi
2: Saudi Arabia. Yeah, we yeah. have a chapter in Saudi Arabia. More on that later. Um, but what was I? Oh, by day, um, by day, I'm a risk manager at the National Australia Bank, I'm specializing in different things: technology, security, insurance, operations. You name it. Currently, I'm 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 specializing in financial crimes. So, and
1: you're dir- you're director of.
2: Mm. Associate Director, yeah. Associate Director of, Yes, of Financial Crime Operations. Which
1: is the coolest job title out of the yeah, three of us. Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean... It kind of is.
1: It really definitely okay, is. Okay.
2: <laughs> it, it sounds really sexy, but, like, the whole thing is actually still around risk management and controls. Do you
1: get a cape?
2: Well... Not quite. Okay. <laughs> not quite. So I guess it's not. You know, it's it's. I I I would like to wear the find a fraud shirt maybe around the office someday. I like it. Yeah, yeah. find a fraud shirt. Maybe it. You know, maybe Let's it market resonates that with to fina- your
1: co-workers. Yeah. Exactly.
2: It resonates <laughs> with financial crimes, right? Um, but yes. Anyway, um, we digress. I think that was that was the intro, right? Like, yeah,
0: you're good. Good. And so (laughs) with that being said, I do want to mention that um, we have like the following disclaimer that the opinions in this podcast are our own and may not reflect the position of Beta Alpha Psi.
1: Or our employers.
0: Or our respective employers as a whole. Mm
1: -hmm. We are still currently the unofficially, no, officially unofficial Beta Alpha Psi podcast. This is our pilot episode, as Riley mentioned. So we haven't officially gotten sign-off from the Board of Directors, but I like you to ask for forgiveness and not permission.
2: I mean, we're <laughs> all, well, were or are part of the Board of Directors. So. Correct.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Does two votes count? Three votes count? You
2: know? That's the question.
0: <laughs> and we, we've thrown the initials BAP, Beta Alpha Psi, out there, but for, for the people who are listening, let's, let's unpack what, in fact, is Beta Alpha Psi.
1: So if you Google BAP, as I did, you will learn that apparently it is a loaf of bread. Um, Beta Alpha Psi, on the other hand, is an honor society for accounting, finance, and information systems students. Um, We do have over 315 chapters, I believe, Mm -hmm. all over Mm -hmm. the world. Um, We have the majority of them are in the US, but Mm -hmm. how many are in Oceania? Nine. Nine chapters in Oceania. And they
2: win stuff, by the way. They They win a lot of the awards. Yeah, I mean, today, just like today at the um, the wrap up of the annual. Me plaques on plaques on plaques. They are exactly.
1: definitely one of our small very but high performing regions. You work
2: hard and play hard. You do. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, we uh, we have some pretty great chapters, uh, like we said, all over the world. And once a year, we all come together. This year, it is in Las Vegas for about a week um, for the BAP annual meeting. So we have tons of competitions. I. Seriously, think we give out almost a hundred thousand dollars in scholarship money, I believe which it. is amazing,
2: which, which is, is incredible. Amazing. Yeah,
1: um, we have tons of competitions for the students. Mm-hmm. It gives them an opportunity to network uh, globally with students from all over, mm-hmm. and uh, gives you a really cool opportunity to meet new people.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, just on that point, actually, one of the Australian universities, I think, were really interested in doing a collaboration with an American uni all on their own. I didn't even. I, Love it. You know, and I, like, I came to them and they're like, yeah, we already networked. We already have this thing going. Like yeah. I was like. Wow, initiative right there. Mm-hmm.
1: And some initiative of the competitions right that we have also randomize the students. So, Project Run With It, for That's instance, right. mm-hmm. pairs up students intentionally from various universities and basically has a condensed case study competition in about 48 hours. They, I think, get the bare bones of the prompt before they arrive, mm-hmm. right? But they don't start talking to their team at all, nor do they find out who their team members are right, until right. they get here. And did we all participate in that?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, we did. Yeah, I think yeah, we did we all too. Did. Yeah, and, and We, we may have competed against each other in the same year. I think we probably
1: did. Were, was it in I Baltimore? It was
0: in Baltimore. Yeah. But it, we probably were in different uh, cases. Probably. We don't need to discuss who wins <laughs> what, right? <laughs> I won, though. Okay. Mm, oh, okay. I did right. not. I definitely Noted. need to.
2: Mm, okay, Riley, we know who's the more competitive one now. <laughs> A
0: little bit, but I don't know. I'm not usually in the, in the limelight that often, so...
1: So is there anything else we should say about what BAP is? What do our students do?
0: I mean, can I just take a moment to set an aside on the
2: project run of it? That Absolutely. is such an important thing to, to kind of encourage our students, our future like accounting professionals, finance professionals, information systems, students to better understand how they can solve a problem like, you know, with total strangers, because mm-hmm. that's what happens in real life consulting. Sometimes you get just, just get put in a, like, you know, a one-week project with a manager that you've never met and a partner that you've never met. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, we need to solve some big oh, yeah. clients. Exactly, right? Even like, public
1: accounting. I mean, I would get, um, I think loan staff was the term that they used, but I came from mm-hmm. a very small office. So mm-hmm. sometimes if we weren't as busy,
0: mm. Con- I would get.
2: Contractors, we call yeah, them contractors.
1: I would get loaned over to the Atlanta office for their various clients. So I was working on a completely different team as well. There you go. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's not necessarily a nutshell, but there's so much that can be uh, described when or taking a deep dive into when it comes to the organization and what it truly does for the students and faculty, as well as the professionals that uh, we try to cater to. And so, with that being said, this idea of the podcast it it resonated with. Well, Mangala was the the one who was responsible for this seed of an idea oh. when it came to even creating a podcast. Because what it started during the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like,
2: look. To be perfectly honest, it was an Oceania thing. Like, we we just kind of experimented with the idea of like talking to some of the past alumni. Shout, shout out to Wilson Ling, who's one of the international alumni. We love reps was also real. Yeah, we we love Wilson. We all we love do. Wilson, right? Um, he was he was an international alumni rep during the two years of the pandemic. Uh huh. we overlapped. He, Right. Mm-hmm. And he and he never got a chance to actually attend an annual meeting as an international alumni rep. So if anyone's listening and wants to sponsor Wilson,
1: <laughs> <laughs> please send Wilson
0: to Orlando next year. <laughs> send Wilson to Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that.
2: <laughs> but no, seriously, like, um, I mean, like me and Wilson were just sitting down one time and we're like, why don't we have a podcast to actually discuss and brainstorm like what accounting, well, what accounting can look like? So away from traditional accounting. Right. And then, of course, I was talking to you about it, Mackenzie, and then, Ryle, like, Riley, you too. And we all agree that it's absolutely crucial that we, you know, I mean, there's always going to be a need for audit and tax, right? right? But there is much, much more. There is a bigger world out there where accountancy is going to be needed, but then it's supplemented by another skill. For example, ESG. For example, information systems, cybersecurity. All of Mm -hmm. those kinds of additional skills um, that that future, the future, that's where the future of accounting really is. Right. And and that's where I think, Riley, to your credit, you've actually taken the initiative to be like, I'm going to set up this podcast. So kudos to you, my man. I love Uh, it. I love it.
1: And this is probably a good time to talk about our future fourth co-host who came up with the name. Yes. So Danielle Bradley was one of the um, program chairs for the annual meeting this year. So she was also in town until just a little bit ago, but um, she did win music festival tickets. So she changed her flight to leave Vegas a bit early. And Danielle, we don't blame you whatsoever. We
0: We would probably do the same thing too (laughs) if we won such tickets.
1: Yes. But she was also an international rep on the board um, and she'll be joining us for some future episodes. But she came up with the idea to call the podcast Becoming a Professional because just like Beta Alpha Psi, it abbreviates to Bath. And we think that's a perfect representation of what we want to talk about.
0: That's I agree. a clever play on words. It really that's is. A Great B-A-P. job. Daniel. B-A-P. And so we we talked about how um the annual meeting, the most anticipated event of the year um, was this week. What would you guys say is your biggest takeaways from from the um the event? I'm gonna say one thing first before I
2: let you take the mic, Mackenzie. I didn't get to go to the 100th year, and that has been, like, Same. one of the... Oh, you I didn't, did. mean, oh, you didn't? Oh In my Chicago?
0: 2019, yeah, Chicago, Oh, it was great. It was great. Okay, don't rub it in. Before you give your takeaway, <laughs> I do want to say that I have not missed an annual meeting since 2016. That's
1: bad I okay, can Riley.
0: confirm.
2: Riley's wife <laughs> is in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Riley. Yeah. Now that you've rubbed it in... Uh-huh. <laughs> I think my biggest, um, I think my biggest takeaway from all these annual meetings is just the ideas. Really, it's the ideas, and like you know, you listen to best practices, you listen to project run with it, and you're like filled with mm-hmm. these kinds of ideas that you get from students. You're just like absorbing knowledge. You're being a sponge, and then you implement them in the kind of like workplace. Here's here's one thing that I'm gonna go back to, um, go, go back to my workplace and start telling all of my interns and grads. It's the do we know what it is? Do we want to take a guess of what it is? It's one of the speakers. We spoke about it during our alumni panel as well. It's a meds? Basic, yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. Ooh, the meds. Yeah, exactly. The meds. The meds, right? The what meds? Is meds? Simon meds, meds. Simon T. Bailey. Simon T. Bailey. Shout out to Simon T. Bailey, right? Like the meds. So, so important because sleep. Yes. Diet. Yes.
1: <laughs> so it's meditation, mm-hmm. exercise, diet, and sleep.
2: Well, I went backwards, but... No okay, Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Mackenzie. <laughs> um, but I'm going to start doing like, you know, I mean... I'll start doing that for myself but then more importantly share that with the rest of you know share share that with the rest of the cohorts um, that I mentor that I work with I think that stuff like that is just those little golden nuggets that you pick up in these annual meetings that you can never you, you can never replace that
1: absolutely I I definitely agree I think every single time whether it's a mid-year meeting or the annual meeting I think everyone who attends would agree we're just completely blown away by the things that our students come up with, right? Like, I i don't know. Sometimes I feel like if I could go back and redo my BAP experience in college, like, there's just so much more that I could have done now that I look mm-hmm. at these students. And I, I'm like, first of all, how do you have the time? Because I know you're also high achieving, right? Because part of being in an honor society means that you have to have good grades, so oh, yeah. they're so service oriented and they're so creative. And so I think that's another goal for this podcast is, you know, we get this once a year where we get to hear from our chapters and see what they're doing and they get to share it with other people. But we also have the opportunity to invite people from those chapters on for future episodes to talk about in more in depth what they're doing. Right. So, I mean, that's Especially one Especially Oceania. I'm correct.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Not
1: biased whatsoever. Not biased Not whatsoever. Biased. I'm an
2: international alumni rep or mm. alumni so you advocate. To, sorry. Yeah. Yes. I have to be very impartial to disclaimer. Rebranding. Stay. Rebranding. 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 we alumni advocates. Yes. We're alumni advocates now. Mm-hmm. But we are impartial to all. Correct. In the region. It's mm-hmm. just that Oceania did win quite a lot. Okay. Okay. Anyway.
1: Noted twice now. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think another thing, uh, we have a a full morning of service at the annual meeting every year.
2: Amazing, by the way, this year's was great. It was
1: so good. So from nine to about 1.30 on Thursday, we worked with um, a few nonprofit organizations and we had over 625 student volunteers. Um, So 525 worked with the Pack Shack, they and their faculty advisors and some of the professional partners as well. And we packed over 128,000 thousand meals for food banks in the las vegas area so we worked with the pack shack i know that some of them went to the united way of southern nevada Um, some went to an organization called three square las vegas and then i believe if i'm not mistaken that some of the host chapters were going to take some back for their university food banks as well which is incredibly important for students that are putting themselves through school and, you know, need to use the university food banks to supplement. So um, on top of that, we stuffed backpacks for second graders with a program called Operation Backpack and First Book. And they also wrote um, notes of inspiration to stick in said backpacks for the elementary school students as well. I
2: had so much fun writing those notes.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. You guys did arts and crafts. I love it.
2: Yeah, I was like writing these notes. And then I realized I'm not sure whether these primary one students can actually read like 10 lines of writing, and my handwriting isn't the best, but you know what? The stickers will
1: make no, up for exactly. it. Exactly. I was going to say, it's the, it's the thought that counts. Thank you. Thank. And you. and I know that you put your heart and soul into that, and they'll know as well.
0: And has yeah, when, when, when they
2: see when they see 10, 10 lines of writing, I'm sure they'll realize that. They'll it's know. the thought that counts. Yep.
1: Um, but, yeah, I mean, we can also include the links to the Beta Alpha Psi um, instagram in the show notes because we have some reels that recap community impact today and um we've gotten a ton of engagement on those i mean i really i'm just so impressed by our students oh
0: yeah that really blew up the involvement with with our with our student members it really did volunteering
2: can be really fun
1: (laughs) and it was we had a dj
2: Yes. He knocked it out of the park. Yeah.
1: The Pack Shack calls these people packing had... parties a Feed the Funnel party, and it is a party. We had it a giant a gong mm-hmm. that we, somebody got to hit every time we hit meal packing milestones. And the DJ, as I mentioned, was incredible.
2: What I love is that you somehow got reels of people dancing at both Operation Backpack and Feed the Funnel. I did. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's just like the energy is so infectious. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm
0: super jealous of the. What, two two chapters who got to receive gongs for? Yes. Oh, right. So yeah, two yeah. of our
1: chapters actually partnered with the Pack Shack last year to host Feed the Funnel parties on their own campus. Mm-hmm. And they received a prize from um, the Pack Shack, which was their own personalized mini version of the gong. And it works. It does work. It work. They tested it out on stage.
2: Got to sign up some Oceania chapters to that then.
0: Oh, we can make that happen. Yeah, for sure.
2: And that's the thing. Like, I mean, you know, I didn't think that doing something like Project Run with it. And, and I know we're deviating a little bit uh, here from from the Community Impact Day. But like non-for-profits is such a big theme throughout yeah. um, Beta Alpha Size annual meeting. Like the Project Run with it stuff's all centered around non-for-profits, mm-hmm. right? Like the fact that we're helping, you know, um, these charities is just so heartfelt and so inspiring. I certainly wouldn't have known anything about the Lupus Foundation of America had it not been for Project Run with it. And in addition to, I guess, competing over the what twenty four, however many hours, without very minimal sleep, um, and coming up with a potential solution to all their problems. Yeah, no, yeah. it was indeed a long sprint. It, it so, was a sprint. it was a long, it was a sprint. But right. it was, but it's great. Like at the end of it, you're like, oh. All of these ideas are actually making a difference. Right. They're actually making a difference.
1: So for those who don't know, uh, what the students actually do, like we said, it was a consulting project, right? But mm. the two organizations that they worked with this year, and they're always unique to wherever the meeting is hosted, mm. right? Um, yep. It was an organization called Opportunity Village and another called Safe House, both headquartered in Las Vegas. Um, I believe that Opportunity Village does like job training and job placement for disabled um citizens of the area. And Safe House is a domestic violence shelter. So our students help them on various consulting projects, whether it be um, how to advertise, how to market. Our students come from various business backgrounds. So it really is a great opportunity for some outside the box thinking. And then normally, I mean, these students are pitching their ideas. The judges are Usually, executives for the non for their respective
0: nonprofits, right?
1: So, I mean, this is they're getting free consulting from very, very smart students who are, like we said, very creative thinkers. So
0: able to bring essentially a fresh perspective. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, and that so Project Run with it. That's one of the competitions that Beta Beta Alpha Psi has. But another one is best practices Mm -hmm. and so can can you guys give like a layout of the structure and how um the regional or mid-year meetings now how those best practices competitions lead up to the annual meeting
2: so you think about best practices is one of those things where you kind of build up throughout the year right all of the different initiatives that you're you're building towards and a lot of the time we do see that like you know the the reason the reason why I think like some of the best practices award winners um do win is because they come up with these different initiatives that are a little bit out of the box so it challenges like you know they get presentations they get um, consulting competitions, um, going with different chapters, um, different organizations that center that challenge the kind of the norms of an accounting, finance, and information system professional. Like you know, it's not the world isn't operating in silos anymore, and so the way that they kind of like find these intersectionalities between the specializations is what grounds the initiatives that eventually win this this Mm -hmm. best practice but the premise of it is essentially you come up with a couple of like you know projects or um initiatives that you take throughout the year or that you're planning to implement throughout the year um and reason um rationalize why um they're better than everybody else's whether better than everybody every other chapter or why they're unique in their own right so
1: And the best ones are always scalable and implementable Mm -hmm. across chapters, right? So Mm -hmm. one of the chapters that won, for instance, um, the University at Buffalo, I, in my opinion, the reason that they won because I was in their room um, was they actually had a QR code at the end of their presentation to download a full guide for how to implement the program that they started yeah, in their which chapter, which is amazing. Yeah, I right? can't right. get right. It easier than, than that. Yeah. And yeah. all of their slides actually had cross references to the pages in which said is guide. Amazing. Wow, it was Ooh. incredible. So, I mean, they're really looking to help other chapters succeed on their same level, right? Mm-hmm. But these things don't happen if we don't get the word out, and so yeah. that's one of the things that I want to be able to do for our students
2: mm yeah, absolutely. And the social media thing is very, very important, right? Like, mm-hmm. being, resharing all of these posts, resharing all of this information and content is crucial. It's key to kind of like, oh, okay, like the University of Las Vegas, um, is it? I think Nevada. Nevada, ne- Nevada Las Nevada. Vegas. Nevada. Okay, Nevada, Las Vegas. Sorry. <laughs> um, I know I get confused between the two. It's okay. You're
1: Australian. We'll forgive you.
2: <laughs> thank you. I'm going to use that as much as possible, by the way. Like, those concessions mean a lot to me. Do you guys know you. that Mangala is Australian?
1: If you couldn't tell,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I okay. <laughs> I clearly I clearly sound American though.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: a- American, we're working on. American, it. yeah. We we will we will eventually. You're Amer- American. <laughs> we we'll rub off on me. But anyway, <laughs> um, we digress. Um, the point being that I think when you have these kinds of best practices that. Are implementable across the different chapters. You bring up you're bringing up the whole beta Alpha size as a brand, Agreed. right? Agreed. And when you share, like you know, when you share on social media, like for example, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, um, is doing something that's awesome right, um, then the Monash University could e- easily kind of, like, mimic that. And they'll be like, oh, let's reach out. Let's do a cross-collaboration. And itself, that's right. reaching out activity. It is. It is reaching out activity. And then the nature of the activity could be professional, could be, like, you know, community service. Um, and, again, there you go. Like, yeah. you've, you've just hit two beds with one sight.
1: And just for some context, a reaching out activity, like Bengala oh, said. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I, we that get would ahead. be capital R, reaching out activity. Um, so our chapters are basically scored for their their projects throughout the year. Um we have distinguished superior and gold chapter honors. Um so in order to qualify for some of those honors, you have to have a certain number of mm. professional activities, mm-hmm. service activities, et cetera, and reaching out activities also get you points. So that's usually something where you're collaborating with either like NABA mm-hmm. or Ascend or another honors organization or another Beta Alpha Psi chapter.
0: Mm. And that will get you to superior status, mm-hmm. and then to get to gold,
2: you have to be
0: superior. You have to be, you have superior. To be superior in the first
2: place. And as you were saying, like there's are, there's only so many pe- like teams that are I mean superior, right? Universities, right. sorry, not teams, like um that are superior. And then like gold is incredibly hard. So mm-hmm. and gold you know, don't don't get is, discouraged if anyone's applying for gold out there and they're like, oh no, I didn't get gold this year. What's right. the point of trying again next year? Well, it's, it's it's also, another
0: competition in it itself is. too. The gold, yeah. What is a cha- Gold challenge? Gold, gold challenge. So yeah. they
1: cut together a video that is student created where they showcase what their chapter is doing that sets them apart. Um, so I think just off the top of my head, some of the adjectives that we use for a gold chapter, right? They're creative, innovative, inventive. They don't just roll forward the same ideas year over year. They're out of the box thinkers. They go above mm-hmm. and beyond, right? So the video really showcases the the why they should be a gold chapter, and um, I mean, I was one of the judges this year. We had twenty-two chapters that submitted videos, and they all knocked it out of the park. Um, I mean, I was make I was on vacation uh, while I was judging, and I was making my family watch them um, just because they were so impressive and so well made. And like I said, these students are a lot cooler than I was in college. Um, I'm constantly impressed. But the gold challenge, we award our top ten chapters mm-hmm. out of like we said earlier 315 yeah. across the world so it is a very very difficult honor to get
2: i don't envy your position and, and yeah. your it families was so for difficult yeah
1: it was so <laughs> difficult
2: yeah but but i mean like to, to that point this is what happens when you put together all the brightest minds of accounting and finance and information systems together and like you know together in one club in one room right mm-hmm. so across the world as well for, for that matter so you know Inevitably, there's gonna be like a point at which we say, "Well, we can only give gold to so many." Right. Right.
0: Mm. And so, I mean, we've kind of hinted at it as far as throughout the podcast. But the the vision for this podcast what what do we hope to intend or to be able to um, succeed with when it comes to producing these episodes, um, mm-hmm. and hopefully being able to expand the topics, do a deep dive, have different guests. What are we thinking as far as uh, that vision?
1: Well, I think for starters, just to level set expectations, right? Um... For those of you who don't know us in real life, uh, we are all friends outside of this podcast. We Mm -hmm. were brought together by BAP, right? But um, Mingala and I have known each other for three, maybe four Four years years. now. Four
0: years. And uh, this is the first time
1: in our friendship that we've been in the same country, much less room. Yeah. So um, this is... But it will
2: never stop you from teasing me about my accent. This is true.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But... I mean, that's why we wanted to do this podcast as our pilot episode, right? Because we were actually able to come together with a great studio and great equipment and uh, give you the pilot episode to introduce you to the hosts. But mm. for future episodes, it's Danielle. very likely... And Danielle, yes. Mm, don't forget uh, Danielle. Don't for, I could never forget Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um, but for future episodes, it will likely be pairs of hosts or single hosts interviewing our guests. Um And talking to them in depth about what they're doing with their chapter, perhaps, or we might bring on professionals to talk about topics that the students are interested in. So I know we had an alumni panel earlier, and let me bring up my notes. Uh, We got some excellent feedback from our students that they'd like to hear um, how FinTech, for instance, is changing the business world. They want to hear about. The differences between various accounting certifications, besides just the CPA, because although that is the one that they probably hear more about, there are quite a few others. They want to hear about cultural differences. There you um, yeah. So earlier on our panel, we talked about how in the U.S. we have the CPA. Mm-hmm. In Australia, you have CA, Chartered Accountant, right?
2: Chartered accountants, Australia and New Zealand. Yep. Cans for short. Anyway,
0: oh, okay, well, good to know. Right. Yeah, good yeah, to,
2: yeah.
1: Um, they want to hear about course prep differences. So, for those of you who are not accountants out there, um, to take the CPA exam, we have a few different vendors that have test prep material, and they don't really know what the differences are between them or if there are differences between them. And um, you know, it. They want to hear more about it before they have to make the decision about which one to go with, um, because everyone is very. Stressed about the CPA exam, obviously.
2: Right, right. <laughs> it can be so overwhelming. Like I mean, like you're just out of a university, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Well, you have to continue on with your professional education." Here's step A, B, C, D, and you're you're there being like, "I'm barely struggling to keep this full-time job as it is." You right. Know? Yeah,
0: it can yeah. for sure be overwhelming. Yeah. 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 yeah, and
1: like just on a personal note, I, I we might have talked about this offline previously, but I mean, I'm from a really small town in Tennessee. I come from a family of teachers. Um, I. I know of one accountant in my hometown, um, and I really did not know anyone who could give me professional advice, right, about becoming an accountant or what that means or a CPA license. Um, and I really had to learn all of that from Beta Alpha Psi as a student. So if I had not had the mentors that I had in Beta Alpha Psi, um, I'll even just give a shout out to the former UA president, Katie Bailey, who um, also did the master's in tax accounting program. I used to joke with my faculty advisor that I just kind of followed in her footsteps, right? Because I did the master's in tax accounting, I became the Beta Alpha Psi president, you know, and, um, but if I had not had that, had BAP, Um, I probably wouldn't be where I am today with my job because I really didn't know how to even apply for grad school. (laughs) Big
0: time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So
1: we want this podcast to be a resource for students in or out of BAP, honestly, um, because a lot of schools that don't have chapters still have accounting students. So, I mean, becoming a professional, yes, does abbreviate to BAP, but I think a lot of this stuff is things that could be used for students outside the organization
2: absolutely and i mean like becoming a professional itself one of the things is networking right right so and and we talked about that in the alumni panel early in the annual meeting too the importance of being able to network um build out your networks maintaining your networks too and that's that's what helps i think that's what that's that's where better office size is really helpful
0: well yeah. and i also feel like it's kind of our job in order to I mean, even though it's a volunteer position to be an alumni advocate, but it's our job to essentially provide that student perspective to the board of the national chapter. Yeah. And so any sort of like line of communication that we can have with the students, it'll give us that much more information of, hey, how can we make this organization cater to what you want when it comes to becoming a professional?
1: Absolutely. And in order to hear what they want, they need to hear from us and understand who we are, why we're here, and that we're a resource.
0: help us help you. Exactly. (laughs) So, But yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, I don't know, do you guys have any other specific topics that come to mind when it comes to... No, I mean, like, the hot one's
2: always going to be AI, right? Right. Yeah, AI, accounting and AI. Are we really going to get automated is the question. But then when you hear a lot of the best practices stuff, you know, I don't think so. I definitely don't think so. Like, it's one of those things where you just kind of, you embrace technology. It's the same thing with what happened when internet was first introduced, right? Right. Like, everyone freaked out and they said that it was probably the end of the world soon. But, yeah, like, look where we are now. So
1: Some of the other topics from the kids were, I say kids, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm only five years older than you. College students. (laughs) um,
0: We're still millennials.
1: I know. Uh, The transition from public to private. Yes. Right. So Riley and I both started in public accounting and have since transitioned. Um, And I think also just different career paths than the traditional audit tax. Right. Because a lot of our students. um, So for some context, um, beta alpha psi chapters generally raise money by inviting professionals to their chapter to speak. And a lot of times the ones who have money and are willing to spend it on recruiting are the larger accounting firms. So it is a little bit difficult for them to hear an alternate perspective sometimes, and especially for our smaller chapters as well who just don't have the network of the University of Alabama, right? It's a large university or You know, I don't know about your particular schools, but um, like I know we have some chapters that only have like seven members. Right. So it's important to remember that we can be a resource for any of them and that they also might need to hear from us. Right. About how we can do that, because those are chapters that might not make it to an annual meeting every year.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and the more we can help these kinds of chapters, actually, the more like you know the Better mm-hmm. Off Side brand grows, right? Like, I mean, we have a, a, a branch um, in in Hong Kong, like you know, we have a chapter there, but it's inactive, right? Right, um, and we got to find out why, and that's that's I guess like that's where we come into the picture as alumni advocates. We're the voice of the students. As I think Riley, you were mentioning like. You know, if, if you feel like you have any issues, if you feel like you're in, like running into a brick wall, a dead end, and you've spoken to your faculty advisor, you've spoken to your peers, you've spoken to several other the unis, um, reach out, right? Like we have our emails there on the, <laughs> Riley's looking at me being like, I don't want to get all these emails,
0: but like, <laughs> you know. Well, speaking of emails, you, you can reach us at BAPalums. That's, at com. And so that's alums as in A-L-U-M-S.
1: Right. So we want to hear from the students and hear what you guys want to hear about. Like, who do you want us to have on the podcast? What do you want to hear? Mm-hmm. And uh, to piggyback off that, we also, um, I mean, if you're watching this, you already know, but we have a YouTube channel yes. and an Instagram account. So yes. we'll be posting plenty of content there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another thing that um, Pat Polly actually mentioned, she's our incoming president of the board of directors, Um what she actually mentioned earlier was it would be great if we had a faculty advisor or a chapter advocate on to talk about how to start a chapter. And Mangala, I think that would be an incredible episode for you to host.
2: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yes, those those um inaugural presidency skills do come in handy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. but it would be great. Yeah.
1: We could even link the episode right on the beta office sci website about how to start a chapter.
0: How to start a chapter. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. For sure. No, I completely agree.
1: So, do you want to give a little bit of background absolutely. about why you would be a good person to talk to about that?
0: Okay, yeah, I mean,
2: uh, sure. <laughs> so this is kind of like my sales pitch now, elevator pitch. Yeah, look, I mean in twenty in twenty sixteen, I remember um, shout out to my faculty advisor at the time, John Webster. Seriously, great bloke, guys. Like. You have to you know, you have to meet him um in person. He was he was one of the fac advisors that was probably running around swept off his feet. But his his chapter did win um the best one of the best practices. Co- Swinburne? No, um, oh, Swinburne. um yeah, yeah, Swinburne gotcha. Swinbin University. Yeah, yeah, not not Monash. Um hmm. I mean Monash is great as well. That's my alma mater. so yes. Um Shout out to shout out to Monash University and Daniella for placing second and third in different best practices competitions. Just have to do that. Not um, biased at all. Not biased at all. I but repeat. shout <laughs> out. That I repeat. But shout out. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out right, to back the on other. Track, back okay. Back on track. Back on track. Back <laughs> on track. Cool. So um, reason why I, I'm more than happy to talk to it is, I mean, I think it's been a, like it's been a career defining and also university defining moment for me when I started that better office, I chapter at Monash university with the support of John Webster, right? Like for both of us, it would be like, it was never, it would never have occurred in my wildest dreams that I'd be sitting in, like, you know, in, in a hotel next to Disneyland talking about, (laughs) talking about debits and credits (laughs) and, and having memes about a cruel world, by the way, a cruel world, old meme, but goodie. Um, Agreed. (laughs) Um, and, I think from that moment on, I just said, like, let's make the most of this experience. And ever since then, I feel like, you know, we we talk about becoming a professional, that's the title of this podcast, right? Um, The future professional, like the 21st century professional, right now, it's not just about your traditional accounting. And so that kind of stance that I took very early on my presidency, really helped us with a lot of the initiatives that we see in Oceania now, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a shifting culture, especially within the Melbourne scene, like where all the other universities that followed Monash um, to set up their own chapters, um, a lot of the topics that we cover are things like fraud, right. are things like like, yeah, I mean like mm-hmm. um, financial crime accounting. Um, it's it's things about ESG accounting like diversity, equity, and inclusion. I mean, heck, one of the initiatives that we're doing is accounting for kindness. I think one mm-hmm. of the Oceania chapters is doing that. For best um, practices.
1: So, that was one of their presentations.
2: There you go. I, th- yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, one, like when when you think about like redefining the 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 kind of the norms, um, that's what I think really helps propel a chapter to kind of like grow because the value add proposition is very different to your local accounting club, very different to your local finance club and information system club. Um, And instead, you're kind of focusing on this, on this gray area, on being comfortable with intersectionality, being comfortable about approaching emerging trends, Mm -hmm. like, you know, running at it rather than running away from it. And so when you're able to do that for the, uh, for the future professional accountant, the students will just come running towards you.
1: Agreed. So So the theme for our annual meeting this year was reimagining the path forward, right? Very
0: apt. Yes. It was.
1: And um, I think you know, we always hear that for a lot of our students, they use Beta Alpha Psi as a recruitment tool to land a job. And part of the reason for that, at least in the U.S., I'm not sure if it's different for Australia, but our universities are not able to give out any kind of academic information about the students. They can't give out GPA. They can give an accounting-wide mailing list, right? But they can't give the firms any indication of a student's GPA. Mm -hmm. But membership in Beta Alpha Psi automatically comes with GPA requirements. So it is a great way for firms to ensure that they're getting high-quality candidates because they know that students have a minimum GPA, Mm -hmm. and they also know that they're very involved with community service because that's another requirement. So a lot of our students seem to, when they get an accounting internship, kind of fall off the face of the earth, right? And for lack of a better word. And I think that what we're trying to express here is that by doing that, they're really not using this organization to its full potential, right? Because we have a lot of sessions about, I mean, not only soft skills, but We have sessions about networking about and and not just networking for your first job, networking for your third, fourth, fifth job. Even if you're on the partner track at your company. I mean, some of your um, some of the people that you network with at these events, they might be people that you try to recruit as clients going forward. Or perhaps they'll be looking for a job and you can help them come work for your organization. So, I mean, I think one of the things that we've tried to implement is the alumni track for CPE Um, so that our alumni can give back to Mm -hmm. our students, but also because it is important to stay connected and stay involved because we have a global network.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, like as we already established earlier in this podcast, especially to all the friends out in Australia, really use those American networks. Mm -hmm. Seriously, really use them. Because if there's one thing I ever regret from my presidency – not that there's many. Um, it's like I didn't network enough with the Americans. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't. And then I mean, I'm now part of the international like alumni sorry, the alumni advocate community, sorry, I should say, rebranding, rebranding, rebranding. um, <laughs> the alumni, um, Ad advocates community. And it's awesome. Like having those kinds of monthly meetings and hearing the perspectives of what the different regions, the different, like, you know, the, the different chapters are doing. Um, it's, it's been a really eye opening experience and you learn more about the different cultures, which then sets you up for that secondment, that promotion, mm-hmm. those kinds of conversations that you're having with your managers. It's like, why do you want to go to like, you know, X, Y, Z company in the USA, um, then you can just be like, actually, I know about like a little bit about the US already. So, you know, and that gives you that additional like
0: step forward.
1: Agreed. A hundred percent. Yeah.
0: And vice versa, if you're coming to Australia.
1: Which I would love to do. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And well, and that's just one of the many ways for alumni to be able to stay involved with the organization, because I know at least when I graduated, the first thing that came to mind is okay, when is the next alumni event? Like, when can I come back to campus right. and interact with the students? Because I definitely miss it. It's It was a huge chapter in our in our lives when we were student members. And now... Nice pun. Yeah, <laughs> chapter exactly. Chapter
1: <laughs> in
2: our lives. Yeah,
0: it really was. It really was. Well, well, and
1: I don't know about you guys either, but I feel like once you graduate from college and start working, I mean, there really just aren't as many opportunities to network or to volunteer. Like it is a little bit hard to get plugged in. I know there are um, young professionals groups in most mid to major cities, but at the same time, I mean, you always hear the joke that like, how do you make friends in your 20s? Right. And
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: this is a great way.
2: <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. No, no, I I, I I, totally agree. Like, I mean, coming to this annual meeting, I've been able to get so many different accents Already yes. <laughs> just being in yeah.
1: America alone. Should, should
2: we should we show them? Oh, I don't know. Risky. Risky.
1: Risky. But that's
0: okay. No, well, the, risky. the board positions, though, they are entirely uh voluntary. And yes, when I say they're voluntary, it's still, even though it's a board of directors, it's still a working board. Like we're mm. still putting mm-hmm. a lot of effort into making this organization what the students want it to be. Yeah. I can
1: say with certainty that for the last month. I have averaged at least ten hours a week working I'm on social media.
0: I'm not surprised. So
1: yes, I mean it is a very active, and it can be as much or as little as you want to make yeah. it, right? Yeah. I mean,
2: you you deserve a break after so many <laughs> posts. So thank many. Well, you. Posts. she's not going to get a break. No, I'm not going to get a break. She true.
0: has news. About oh, next yeah. year's annual meeting. No, well, I'll tell the podcast. Okay,
1: I'll tell the podcast. So I was asked earlier today to be one of the annual meeting co-chairs for our uh, annual meeting in Orlando next year. So um, well done,
2: well done. Thank you. I,
1: I was joking to um, Fred, who is one of the faculty advisors from our chapter advocate.
2: Uh, he's the orca. So yeah. that's the Oceania region chapter advocate, right? So
1: yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to second, sell you. I short.
2: thought he was an actual orca. Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god well it's fred orca right like that's yeah. that's yeah yeah we know him as fred orca affectionately Love fred <laughs> anyway sorry
1: um but i was joking with him yesterday that even though i rolled off the board right that you guys can't get rid of me and then of course being fred he did come back with that would imply that i had a vested interest in getting rid of you <laughs>
0: <laughs> so and that's something that when you meet more of the board members and the professional partners you'll see the that saying comes up more often that you think you can get rid of us that easily. When in fact you think our resumes are beefy. Yeah. No, you should see the other people (laughs) on the board and the professional partners who attend these conferences. It's insane. The, the, uh, the resume that they have.
1: Yep. Yeah. Our depth chart is insane. Mm. Um, Mm. Yeah, I mean, we even have a past presidents council. I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but there is yeah, uh, Uh, all of the news to me. (laughs) Maybe not all. All is probably not the right word, but I know quite a few of the past presidents of the board are actually on an advisory council that meets on a fairly regular basis.
0: What? Yeah, so cool.
1: So, I mean, we we have a crazy network, guys. I mean, our board is made up of professionals. Uh, national campus recruiting leaders for various firms.
0: Various state societies. Various
1: state societies. Oh, man, deans of business schools. Yeah. Faculty advisors. And then for some reason, us. (laughs)
2: Us. (laughs) Well, it's important to have the voice of young people. Agreed, agreed. Exactly. So, yeah. that's.
0: I always say either young professionals or younger professionals. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's
2: it. That's it. Just we gotta we we gotta give credit to I mean like the fact that we were speaking so highly about their best practices and project runner ideas, future generation is really where it's at. Agreed. Mm.
0: But this is this is gold, y'all. We'll definitely need to have more episodes and take a deep dive into some of the topics that you mentioned. Um, the listeners can even comment on topics that they would like to hear about. But it looks like that's all the time we have for our pilot episode. So listeners, if you'd like to stay in touch with us, make sure to like, subscribe, follow us on whatever platform you're tuning in from. You should also check out the Beta Alpha Psi official social media pages. Uh, Be sure to check the show notes for handles. Um, And then also as far as our uh, official email, it is bapalums at gmail.com. So that's B-A-P-A-L-U-M-S at gmail.com. So we'd love to hear your feedback and other topics that you would love to hear from us
1: until next time
0: perfect well with that I'm Riley I'm Mackenzie and I'm Angala and we'll see you on the next episode of Becoming a Professional